The following account is by Ormond Hupp of the 5th Indiana Light Artillery. From the book, Eyewitnesses at the Battle of Perryville, compiled and edited by David Logston. We had but just got in battery in order to lay on the ground, holding our fire for close action as our ammunition was near gone. When I had to help take one of the lead horses out that had been shot with a mini ball, the bullets and shells came thicker and faster here. We had just got this horse out when one of mine was shot with a mini ball, killing him instantly. When my horse got shot, I was lying close by him on the same side. I immediately called one of the boys to help me take him out and run around to the near side to unbuckle the breast strap. I had it but half unbuckled when the shell from the enemy struck me on the left arm and passing on, struck the ammunition chest, exploded, and caused the cartridges in the chest to explode. It resulted in the death of F. Eric, who was struck in the head with a piece of shell, and the wounding of four others. C. Miller, burnt. A. Farg, arm broken and badly burnt on head and face. A. Petit, lip cut and wounded slightly in the head. And myself, cut in the left arm, right arm, and face. When the chest blew up, it took me in the air about ten feet. I concluded I was torn to pieces. But after striking the ground and lying there about three minutes, I jumped up and saw that I was badly wounded, my clothes all torn off, and the burn from the powder set me near crazy. The smoke of the explosion was so thick I could see nothing. And as I remembered, the head surgeon passed us before the battle and told us where the hospital would be found and to come there if we got wounded. I thought it best for me to reach them as soon as possible, for fear of the loss of blood would weaken me, so I would be unable to walk off. Leaving everything, for I was in such pain I cared for nothing, I started in their direction. The balls flew around me like hail. A twelve-pound shell exploded within a few feet of me, tearing up the ground, and I had not gone more than a quarter of a mile when I felt so exhausted I could hardly stand. Here a young man gave me a canteen of water, which revived me, and I, I again started and soon reached the first hospital, which was a small log house. Shell and shot were passing all around the house. I went in and tried to have my wounds dressed, but the surgeon was so frightened. He wanted to take my arm off when there was no bone injured. I left him at once and found another hospital, but a short distance in a farmhouse. Here there were about 300 wounded. I saw there was no chance here, and as I felt as though I could get a little farther, concluded to find another place. The loss of blood by this time had made me so weak I could hardly stand. When I reached the road, I fell and could go no farther. I had given up to die and cared for nothing. I was almost crazy through pain. Jay Kuntz, who had been sent after water for the boys in the battery, came along, recognized me at once, got off and poured some water on my head and face, gave me a drink, and with some help got me on his horse and started for the hospital a half mile distant. We came to a man that has a tub full of whiskey poured out of a barrel and was giving it to the wounded. Kuntz handed me a quart basin full, and I would have drunk every bit of it had they not taken it away from me. It gave me a new spirit. We pressed on and soon came to a hospital, which was a farmhouse. 
I was there but a short time when Coons brought a surgeon who dressed my arm. I felt but little easier as the greater share of the pain was from the burns, but in about half an hour, I got some sweet oil on my face, which eased the pain. Coons got me a quilt from the lady of the house, which I put around me and lay down under a tree. He then left me and returned to the battery. Ormond Hupp, 5th Indiana Light Artillery.